Welcome back to another episode of My Biased Opinion. I'm really, really glad that you've chosen to join me. You've taken the time to pull this up and give it a listen. Uh, man, today we're going to be talking about something that is pretty important to me, just from a personal perspective. Um, it's something I highly value. And... It's something that I strive to exemplify in my own life whenever possible. Uh, if you're connected to me on Instagram, you've probably seen uh, a little bit of a teaser, a hint about what was uh, what was going to be covered today uh, over the past week or so. And I'm, I'm excited to dive into it. I hope that I'm able to give voice to kind of my feelings on on authenticity and maybe give some practical tips, give some thought-provoking conversation, one-sided conversation. If you'd like to make it two-sided, I would love for you to join me over on Instagram um, at Michael Lee Henson, and we can have a conversation. We can talk about life and my cat that intrudes at the most inopportune times, authenticity, uh, spirituality, whatever you want to talk about. So thanks again for joining me. And without much further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. So authenticity, what is it? It's funny as I sat down and kind of started writing out my thoughts, a quick outline of what I want to cover. That was the first thing I wrote down. What is authenticity? That's one of those unique qualities that when you say authenticity, people almost immediately understand what you're talking about. But when you try to define it, it's like trying to hold water in your hand. It's like the more you try to control it, the more you try to wrap your mind or your hands around the concept, the more difficult it becomes. And it's a, it's a pretty all-encompassing, maybe not all-encompassing word, but it's a pretty big word. It's a pretty big concept. And it's something that I think is increasingly important in our world today. You know, having just come through an election season, that's been one for the record books for sure. And 2020 and all of the uncertainty and all of the distrust on quote unquote, both sides of the aisle and just Everything seems to be up in the air and the, the positions and the stances people take seem more and more arbitrary as the days go by. Authenticity and consistency in it becomes a more and more attractive trait. Um, so to answer my own question, authenticity in my mind is just, in, in a word, it's just realness. Authenticity is true you it's it's who you are without any sort of uh, extras without any sort of posturing or facade and 
to me, it's it's one of the most valuable things. And when when I see someone that's truly being authentic, regardless of their perfection levels, uh, I cannot help but respect them. Regardless of whether or not I agree with them, I cannot help but respect them and the courage it takes to be authentic and their imperfection. We're all imperfect. And so anyone that exemplifies a level of authenticity is courageous, in my opinion. Um, And I think that's why I value it so much. And that's why I try to exemplify it myself is because it's it's a big deal. Um, You know, for me, it's. It builds trust. When when someone is authentic about the stuff that works for them and that doesn't work for them, and they're able to engage with a level of transparency that is uncomfortable, I'm able to trust that person much more quickly. I'm more likely to give that person the benefit of the doubt than I am someone that goes through life putting on airs. And acting as though they've got it all together. None of us have it all together. Not a single one of us have it all together. We all have things that we're working to improve upon. We have things that bug us. We have triggers that set us off. And we're all working hard to keep from self-destructing. We're all working hard in our own way, try to make the world a better place. Some of us, that, that world might be smaller than others. We might be... Um, whether by nature, by decision, or by circumstance, more focused on a smaller circle than others. But I feel like the vast majority out there are trying to make the world a better place. Sometimes it seems like people are only working to make the world a better place for themselves. And that can be really frustrating because then the decisions they make aren't really uh, that conducive to a better world for a lot of other people. But like we're all working hard to make the world a better place. And when we're being authentic with each other, we're able to do so much more quicker. Something else I've noticed um, over the past year or so, a couple years, really, I've really kind of leaned into this and I've stopped trying to spend my life living up to expectations that other people put on, on me. And when I've done that, when I've let things go and stopped trying to be all things to all people, and I've I've become willing to vocally acknowledge the things that I'm not good at, I've found a, a greater freedom to focus on the things that I am good at and to focus on connecting with people that help me, like, accomplish things bigger than myself. A prime example of this is I, I've the incredible opportunity to um, minister creatively at New Life St. Louis. And the team that I have there, I remember um, it was one of our first meetings kind of as a group um, last year, uh, 2019, when things were normal. And we were talking through things and um, – I remember making the decision that just I was going to put all of my weaknesses out front on the table. And it seems like the 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 whole leadership thing makes that hard to do because you feel like you're supposed to be the one that can manage things and uh and do better than like you can do on your own and 
I, I remember putting it out there like administratively. I, I stink. I am a royal mess when it comes to dates and keeping things organized and staying focused on, okay, this is three months out. We need to get this done now. Um, that's That's not a strong suit of mine. And so when I took the time and I took the leap and said, I need help on this. I am horrible at this. I'm going to need someone that can help run with this and help keep me on track. Um, I can't tell you how liberating that was. It was nerve wracking. I had to be vulnerable because I don't want to let anyone down or I don't want to admit that I'm not good at something. Uh, I have about as much pride, I guess, as anyone else. I don't want to be known as someone that can't handle something, but the liberation that comes from saying, look, I'm not good enough at this to to run with this and own this. I'm going to hand it over to someone that can do it better is an incredibly empowering thing. It helps you be accountable as well. When you're like, okay, I struggle in this area, whether it's uh, some sort of moral thing, whether it's some sort of work thing or professionalism or like volunteering and various situations. If you're honest with people, Unless you're just working with a bunch of jerks, most of them are going to be willing to help you. They're going to be willing to to work with you and, and give and take just like you would be willing to do the same with them. Um, so authenticity just it builds trust. It helps you stay accountable and it empowers you to actually focus on the things that you need to focus on rather than focusing on maintaining a facade or a, an image that is inauthentic. I don't want to just ramble forever and not leave with some practical ways to implement whatever it is I'm talking about. And so in this case, authenticity, how do we develop it? And again, if if you're listening, you already know the whole premise of this podcast is that this is my biased opinion. This is what um, I think and what I feel and based on my own experience, such as it is. And so if you've listened this far... Um, I hope that I'm able to provide a couple practical tips or um, practical applications from my own life that I I keep in mind as I'm trying to practice authenticity and live an authentic lifestyle. And first, the first one is brutal transparency. I've already talked about it. Um, I'm not that old, but I'm too old to play games. And my personality is such that I'm not really a a political diplomatic game player. I will tend to not speak my mind before I'll tend to like help somebody believe that I believe something I don't or um, be diplomatic. I, I tend to shut down before I engage in diplomacy. And so for me, I, I grant that this might come a bit easier, but brutal transparency has been the most liberating, uh, empowering thing that I've I've started to work on doing over the past few years. And it's hard. Sometimes it's hard because th- there are people that count on you for things and that need you for things and that are trusting you for things. But that brutal transparency, like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get that done. Um, or straight up, I'm not going to be able to do that. I can't handle that. I'm not good at that. Even something as, as simple as I love this conversation. Somebody's like, 
I, I get ideas and conversations with people and, and we want to follow up and push further on a, on a concept or on a brainstorm. And it's typically because again, I'm not administratively strong. My response is, I love this. I want to do it. I will forget about this. Can you shoot me a message and remind me, or please feel free to follow up with me and make sure that I get this done. Um, because I want to make it happen. Like that's empowering. It's liberating to engage in that, that level of transparency and honesty about weaknesses. The second thing, the most, probably the most important lesson I've learned in my entire life is embracing who I am. I can't tell you how powerful that is. I'll tell, I'll I'll have to devote another episode to um, kind of the moment when I made the decision that I was going to embrace who I am and that people were just going to have to deal with it. I, I literally remember it was just after Thanksgiving, late November, 2017, it was a life-changing season of my my life. It was a life-changing time in my life. Um, I was trying to think of a different word for life, and I changed season to time and felt accomplished. And that didn't work at all. But I'll talk about November 2017 some other time. But embracing who you are. Taking the time to to sit down and recognize that these are the strong suits. These are the things that I enjoy. These are the things I'm good at and that I can offer to someone else or that I can offer to the world. And embracing those things and moving on, forgetting everything else. Stop trying to act like you like that thing or you don't like that thing. Stop trying to hide the fact that maybe you're creative and... Things move you more powerfully than they move your friends. That's one of the things that I had to kind of embrace is that like there are randoms, silly, maybe dorky things that move me more powerfully than they move my wife or my daughter or my family or my friends. And I had to embrace those things and be willing to sacrifice my ego enough to lean into those experiences and those moments. And I tell you, like embracing who you are and enjoying who God created you to be is a major part of maintaining an authentic personality. And then finally, one of the biggest lessons I've learned about authenticity is that it's less about what you do and it's more about what you don't do. For me, Beyond what I've what I've talked about so far, being authentic is about not doing the things that I feel pressured to do just because other people are doing them. Whether it's acting a certain way, dressing a certain way, living a certain way, living in a certain part of town, watching a certain show, listening to a certain person or radio show or podcast or or whatever it is. It's, it's about being true to who you are and examining when you feel the pressing desire and the pressing urge to do something, why am I feeling that urge? And then engage or don't engage, but be honest with yourself when it comes to why you're wanting to do something. And if you want to go to Six Flags because your friends are going to Six Flags, then go and enjoy it, right? Or insert situation here. But be honest about your motivations and be honest about how it's making you feel. 
I gotta stop. I'm already at yeah, going on 16 minutes, and this is the, each one of these is getting longer. I'm not sure that's a good thing. So I want to go ahead and cut this one off and, and end this conversation. And if I need to take a another dive into it, just shoot me a message or connect and and let's discuss um, a little bit more concrete direction where you'd like me to go if you want me to talk more about authenticity. It's something I could talk about for for a long time because I think it's so important. So if that's something that you're interested in, let's have that conversation. Um, I'm looking forward to next week. Tomorrow on this podcast, I'm doing my first actual conversation with somebody. I'm going to be talking with a church friend about mental health. Something I feel like we can always lend some more attention to. We can always talk about more. And I'm really, really excited to share that conversation with you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. You guys have a great rest of the week. Join me next week. If you're not already connected with me, you can find me at michaeleehinson.com or at Michael E. Henson on Facebook or Instagram.